Hey everybody, welcome to the 106th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host Tim Early, I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello everybody. Tim, what's going on buddy, what's going on? Well not much, it's been, um, it's been, settle down, it's been quite an evening. Uh, we did a virtual open mic. We did do that. He's we were not the lying. we were the featured act. We were the feature. So we got about a half hour as opposed to the fifteen minutes that all the peons get. Right, dude. Um, and I gotta say, it was great. It really was. It was very nice. I enjoyed it thoroughly. So it's Heaven Town for anyone that yep. likes local music is. or is a local musician. Right. Well, it's virtual, so you can be a non-local. You can be in Hawaii if you want. You but can. They uh they do it every Wednesday. I'm assuming. Um, yeah, or maybe think, it's, I don't know I if it's so, every week. I think it's every Wednesday. But yeah, uh, I know Darren said it was unusual for him. who typically hosts it. Do you know? Um, yeah. Um, is it a- Andrew? Andrew? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, it was great. I mean, we love all those guys anyways. Uh, that's why I really do miss the chit chat. Sometimes when I think back at the time we were doing it and we would unload the stage onto the car and it was two in the morning and you had work the next day and you're like Tor- oh, come on well dude. that was because when you were hosting it when bob beal passed the torch to you right and then you were like you know you were like all right fuck this is a little tough every wednesday i'm a total tuesday to- oh right every wednesday every wednesday morning right right dude so yeah that part i was like but now that i've had some separation i realize i really miss it it was the freaking best. It was like as close to being part of a club as I've been. It was, yeah. It was very club-esque, dude. Yeah. But, um, oh, it was great. So, anyways, oh. we did uh, we did that. We just wrapped that up. We just wrapped it up. We'll, uh, we're going to end this episode with our set. Yeah, we'll just p- fucking paste it right in there, man. Because we did it. You will notice, um, I, think it told, I think I told you three. I think it's four. I think it's four, four times errors. I messed up. I yeah. had four errors. I think I cleaned them up. You'll you'll notice at least two of them. You'll go, ooh. Oh. What the fuck? But I think I rec- oh. I think I recovered pretty gracefully. Like when you watch a uh Olympian figure skater, you can kind of see them stumble, but they're graceful enough where they kind of get back. Um so right. I'm, I'm like a Johnny Weir of of guitar in that way. Uh but obviously gayer. And I will say that for the laziest musicians probably that ever put together a competent band. I'd say we'd get that title. Yeah. I don't the most think competent lazy musicians. I think if you put all the bands that never practice, but when they do perform, it's always at least like a B B plus. Right. I would say we gotta be in the top because we're as lazy as it gets. The upper echelon, as you as they say in the biz. Yeah. I know? mean, I guess that's the benefit of having the same set list for eight years in a row. Right. Uh, literally but, but remembering lyrics it's not like riding a bike it's, it's not, really not it's not the proverbial bike riding it's you that is a perishable skill it is you don't and that's most of my mistakes tonight were lyrical yeah some of them were lyrical some of them were guitarical some of them were guitarical but most of them were lyrical uh yeah two of them are guitarical but the um the thing is, you would think, I've sung these songs so many times, you would think it'd be, like, you could wake me up from a deep sleep and say, recite the Pledge of Allegiance, and I'll do it no problem, because it's so embedded in my mind. Right. Because right, I've said it every right, day for right. so long. You would think these songs would be on the same page. You'd think it would just be brain muscle memory. Well, they freaking should be, dude. Is the brain a muscle in addition to an organ, or is it just a? Is it just an organ? I think it's just an organ. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I think it's just an organ, dude. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll play that for you folks at the end of this episode. Something about my mic tonight sounds so crisp. I'm I just, was thinking uh, the same thing with my mic. I'm going like this and stuff. Yeah, you're, oh. you're really going full Billy Idol. Yeah. Yeah, you're that's like, right. Yeah. Have you noticed that with radio guys, there's there's two kinds of timbres that do really well on radio. There's the very smoker's baritone that you're going for now. Right. Because it's soothing, especially like when you're when you have a f- like 7 a.m. flight and you're in the car at 5 in the morning, you kind of just want that baritone smoker's timbre. Right, and then there's, then there's this. You know, obviously, I read I read the New York Times oh. like all day long, uh, mainly yeah. on my iPad app. And then, so there's two there's two types of radio voices that really do well. So there's there's the the smoker one that we talked about, and then there's the Casey Kasem like the Hey guys, it's pretty goofy out there. We get traffic on the 495. Wacky and wild, folks. So it's like you either have to be super cool and smooth, like this debonair kind of. Hey, we've got lots of sexy hits coming out there for you tonight. Or you so gotta be you? a total clown and be like, we got helicopter Dave out in '93 checking out traffic. Looks like a slow one out there today, folks. And Dave, go, how we do it? Oh, well, it's looking pretty uh, crazy out here, Doug. We got uh, traffic, and it's windy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, Back to you. that really blows. Coming up next, folks, <laughs> David Allen Boucher with songs from the 90s. So, yeah, but podcasts are different because the podcast, and I know we're guilty of it. It's so funny. When people, I don't even know what you're going to say, and I know I'm guilty of it. When people go, um, when when you bring a podcast, and people go like, ugh. And it's, it happens to radio shows that I listen to. They're like, oh, everybody has a fucking podcast. Which they do, but dude. for some reason, I it's obviously an ego thing, but I just count us above that. But we are those douchebags that they just go, oh, yeah, they just started their own fucking podcast. But the difference is, how many podcasts have we been invited on? One. Where, well, now it's going to single them out. But <laughs> so many... <laughs> No, people do podcasts, and it's like... It's, Sorry, none, dude. I don't know. It's just like the laptop mic, and, and it sounds like shit. At least we, you know... Well, you put in the fucking effort on the engineering side. Put in some effort. I don't put in enough effort, to be No, honest. but it sounds good. You know what I mean? It's not, I get what you're saying. It's not Thank an you. ear sore. Right, dude. But, um, but yeah, it's so funny. That everyone's like, uh, it's like a joke now. Like, oh, everyone has a podcast. And it's true, by the way. A lot of people do yeah, have podcasts. they do. But how many people have a podcast this pointless that still gets people to listen to it? I, I mean, uh, oh, Theo Vaughn. Yeah, but he's like a professional comedian. That's true. We're like, we're in sales. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> we are in sales. But you know what? What? What the fuck? I the thing about podcasts, they're you can take two routes. Yeah, okay. what are the two the two routes? You can be deeply roots. you can be kind of your idea of a pundit on a certain topic. So whether oh. it, so whether it's sports or politics or cars, you can be you can have an acumen with some specific area of professional life and give your two cents on it. Or you can just be comedy and just riff. And we've we've straddled the middle line where we've pissed off people on both sides, which is unusual. Right. But what are you going to do? It's fun to piss people off sometimes, though. You know what I'm saying? Well, the thing is, we're not really incendiary. It's not like we're... Right, I, We're dude. not, like, iconoclastic or contrarian. We're, we're not iconoclastic. You, that's the word I was trying to think of. Were you really? No, dude. Well, the thing is, we're not mean people. 
We have right. friends that are freaks. We're nice to everybody. <laughs> and then when you hear, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I think we're just speaking common sense. And here's the fun part, dude. And by the way, you know me more than anybody. I would say 90% of my opinions are minority views that no one agrees with. Yeah, that's true. Whether it's food or shoes. That's true. Right. Right, dude. Nobody agrees with me on anything, and I'm used to it. Easy, easy. Calm down. Um, Freaking, and you know what's cool is there's no rules, right? Within reason. Within reason, dude. I can't like just murder somebody on the air. No, but you're saying we're our own boss. We're our own boss. So what can I do if I want? Oh, we can just tack the fucking live set we played at the end of the episode. Because who's going to tell us? I we think can't that'll do that? be a nice. And this episode won't be super long because it's late in the day. It's late in the day. Our set's about thirty minutes. Practically night. Not even. I think it's like twenty minutes. But um. Yeah, it was about that twenty-three or twenty-four minutes. But I don't know. Whatever. I mean, we're in a band. Some people forget that. That is true, including us. And playing shows is like illegal now, right? So why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? Oh, that was so great when. uh, So we had the soundboard hooked up during our set. We did. We totally did. And Tim, my colleague over here, did a great job sprinkling in some great sound effects. And Alex Jones is hated by probably everybody that I know. Most people, except except like three people. I don't hate him. No, I think he's hilarious. I think he's great. Um. And then it's so funny. I have so many friends that they go, oh, Alex Jones is a fucking nut, dude. He said that Sandy Hook is a hoax, right? Which is ridiculous. But then I go, wait a minute. Didn't you say, like, don't you not believe in the moon landing or 9 11? Like, that death toll. Because they'll go, he said Sandy Hook's. Sandy Hook is a hoax. Which he he and, redacted that statement, by the way. He said and, he was mis- misled by. And they go, dude. You know. Whatever, fucking fuck. Go ahead. And they go, dude, but real people died. And it's like, dude, don't you think 9-11 was an inside job? Like 3,000 people died. And the same thing with like people that like the lunar landing. I read a book, The Right Stuff by Thomas Wolfe. It's one of the best books I've ever read. And it doesn't even take place in the lunar landing. It takes place in like the origins of NASA and and NASA, not the Bahamas, Bahamas, of uh, NASA. And dude. You know how many friggin' naval pilots died? Oh, that's the other thing I learned from reading that book. The Navy, sorry to offend anyone if they're in the Air Force or have family in the Air Force. I still respect the Air Force. But what you learn pretty quickly is the Navy pilots are have way more street cred than the Air Force pilots. Really? Yeah, because the guys that land on the friggin' True. And they do way crazier shit. I so didn't know this. All the people that were originally brought on by NASA were all naval pilots because those guys are fucking nuts. Dude, dozens of fucking dudes died like every every month training for this fucking moon landing. So like if you want to talk how death... And by the way, obviously I think it's ridiculous that Sandy Hook... I'm not defending Alex Jones's ridiculous takes on stuff. I'm just saying I know people in my personal life that have just as ridiculous takes on stuff and they take themselves seriously and hate Alex Jones. Right, he's he, folks. He's right, and they go, yeah, but he has a platform that influences. You. Fine, fair, you got me there. Fine, but, dude. Whatever. It's just a fucking dude. That's what I don't know. That's that's the thing that drives me crazy about people. So there's two kinds of people in life. There's people that want to be left alone, and people that don't leave anybody else alone. And if you're belong on the former half, I don't care what your fucking opinions are. I don't care if you live in fucking Alabama and have these backward antiquated views on everything if you're not campaigning 
to influence policy based on your views, no one's going to be hurt by it. So I don't fucking care. People need to grow up. If this guy disagrees with you and he's not lobbying the government to enforce his bullshit ideology on you, why do you care? Leave you want to be folks. able to walk and chew gum at the same time. Exactly, dude. How? Who do you think? I thought you were going to say Hootie and the Bluefish. Oh, I yeah. Um, who do you think came up with... Did it again? Who do you think came up with the... Oh, because obviously this guy was just like walking and sprained his ankle. And they were like, ooh, let's think. What could he be doing that normal active people do so we don't make him seem like a geriatric man who's falling apart? Um, Oh, he's got a dog. Let's say he was playing catch with his dog. It's brilliant. Right. It's fucking brilliant. Whoever came up with that, I hope, got a raise. Because it really did. One... If you don't know any better, it just sounds totally believable. Like, oh yeah, he was playing, he was throwing the tennis ball at his dog, and he stepped into a hole, hyperextended his knee, and fucking snapped his ankle. Oh jeez! But you know, in reality, this guy was just probably fucking walking down the stairs. Probably, yeah. He can't even fucking think. You think you think they send him out to play ball with the dog? <laughs> Are you fucking joking? <sighs> but anyway, mm. come on, man. Come on, man. What else? Uh, oh, I wanted to play. We may have to do it next week. I wanted to. Um, I wanted to talk about Van Morrison and his anti his anti lockdown stance. No, but I wanted to get the. I wanted to get a clip on the soundboard. I'm sure you go. You wanted to talk about it, and you go no. But well, no, not tonight because I wanted to. I wanted his clip on the soundboard before I talked about it. Then we'll get the clip next week. We'll fucking talk about it. On the soundboard, but dude. just just as a lead, and it's great. Van Morrison is the most hostile because you think all these musicians because they're so boring and conformist and just they have the exact same views on everything. The opposite. What's of, crazy of is that you and I are anti-conformists. Um. Yeah. No. That's what has become in reality. Where all the squares that all they want to do is get married and start a family and be left alone. Are now like the punk, that's like a punk rock stance, right? What you don't want the government meddling with you? Um, yeah, that's how crazy all the fucking cultural leaders have gone. Will you make me a douche with that wears collared shirts and New Balances at the same time seem fucking edgy? Are those New Balances? These aren't. These are Cole Hans. But gotcha. But this is what they don't realize. It's like, dude, I fucking own New Balances. You do? I go to bed at like 11 o'clock. It does. I fucking... You know what I do at night? What do you do, dude? I, I I read and I drink wine and watch The Bachelorette with my girlfriend. This is... I am a fucking square. How in, dare you? Dude? I am a square in every conceivable way, except politically, I'm considered edgy and fringe and scary. <laughs> it's hilarious. You are pretty scary and fringy. They've made me seem like a fucking rogue badass that is just needs to be censored and gone underground because my th- dirty thoughts run amok on society. It's hilarious. But um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, but Van Morrison. Well, we'll talk about it next week, Turd. I know, but it's just it's hilarious how yeah, because I'll have more material than that. But anyway, just to just to kind of summarily talk about it, he's, we'll talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. he's running an anti-lockdown campaign. 
And he's got Eric Clapton involved now. Oh, geez. He's raised a ton of money. The clap. He's raised a ton of money for musicians that can't play. And I know what everyone's thinking. Oh, yeah, they're all fucking millionaires. They're, they don't need the money. But it's not even about that. It's about the civil liberties that have been attacked. And he just said, you know what? I had enough. And I didn't know there was a guy. That's why all these old guys, all of a sudden, they come out like not crazy. And you go, oh, it's because like their reputation is so just ossified that they can just say what they want now. Ossified. But it's all the young people that have to like mouth. And I'm sure some of them actually believe. Yeah, why is it the people that have been through the that have the least amount of experience are the people typically on one side of the aisle, and the people with more life experience are the people on the other side of the aisle? Because young people tend to be dumb. I think you're. I think you answered my question. Young people tend to be dumb and angry. To, sorry, I fucking. And I go. Why is the, Why does nobody agree with? Here's the thing I realized, right? There's definitely a lot of stupid shit that we hang on to. I'm not in any way defending the lame status quo and saying like something has to say because it's tradition. But if you read any, just find four fucking history books that take place in four different centuries. Okay. And it gives you some perspective. Human beings are almost never random. Anything that has come about and been a popular thing sprung from somewhere where one person said, all right, how do we deal with this problem? And a bunch of people came up with it and that's how things started in motion. I know what you're saying. And again, I'm not defending something that's dumb or antiquated. I know we don't ride horse and buggy anymore, even though somebody invented that. It's even though somebody invented horses, but, um, (laughs) No, but when you kind of break it down like that, you go, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. that It wasn't just a random arbitrary thing. That's why we do this. It came out of something. You know what right, I mean? dude. Right. Fucking freaking heck, dude. But I don't know. And young people are angry. I don't. I, I get why they're angry, because they're economically beleaguered, which they are. Beleaguered. Um, right. And, but they're just so... Righteous. So I do you like fucking hate it? When you lay in bed at night, do you just read a thesaurus? Um no. No. I I do I used to have a thesaurus. I used to actually I used to actually read it. That's my favorite dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Jurassic period, I think, right? Yeah, that's right, dude. That's, f- <clears throat> that's fucking right, man. Nice, dude. You know what's funny? Jurassic Park. I'm pretty sure none of the dinosaurs in that movie were in existence during the Jurassic period. Are you fucking serious, dude? They're velociraptors and shit. They're all like the... um, What's the other period of dinosaurs that was pre-Jurassic? Prehistoric, dude? (laughs) Well, it's all prehistoric. Hold on, let me see. (laughs) Let me see. I'm going to look up... Um, Maybe Uh, (laughs) maybe I'm wrong, but I used to be something of a... uh, Didn't we fucking like do something cool or something? Oh, we did an escape the room. That's what it was, dude. Or escape room? What are you supposed to call it? We did an escape room, folks. Dude, yeah, it was great. We did an escape room. I think they're pretty smart. Like, they're not half-assed. Here's the thing. uh, Cretaceous is when the T-Rex was in Cretaceous period. Oh. Gotcha. Pre-Jurassic. But you show up to this mall, okay? You go inside. You go to the... 
the uh, escape room thing in the mall. Okay. Yep. And the kid that's sitting at the desk is like super ultra nerdy. He's got like his sleeves pulled over his hands and stuff and has like an afro. And he's like, oh, I need you guys to sign the waiver. No, it's like, Sheed. You didn't see the name tag? Did you think I was kidding? What? You think I was kidding about that? I thought that was a guy. That wasn't a guy? No, it's a guy, but the name tag, it said like. Um, Why did you sound Spanish for a second? It said like. Yo, I sound like, uh, what's his name? Who's the central teacher? Oh, uh, J- uh, Jared? No. Who's the fucking guy that plays drums in that band? That uh, Steiny. Yeah, it's not like Steiny. <laughs> so I have Jay Bryan's and I go, oh, yeah, you're Mr. Steiny, right? He goes, oh, yeah, how's it going, man? I was like, oh, okay. But, um, <laughs> no, uh, he or she had a uh, name tag that said Sharon and then in parentheses it said she, her, or her, she, whatever. I had no idea. Her, she. I did not notice. But the, um, I yeah. thought it was just a guy. Well, I didn't want to be rude uh, and and be known that I was making note of it, but I was trying to tell everybody so they wouldn't make the faux pas. I was like, hey, man, where do I put my yeah. shit? Yeah. My uh, bad. Um, But so we do the well, thing. I mean, he should have shaved. Well, yeah. Or just, I don't, I I don't, don't know. I don't know. Make a fucking effort, dude. I, uh, <laughs> so you go in and he's like, all right. She is like, uh, you got to put all your shit in this in the locker. You can't have a cell phone. You're like, what? I don't not have a cell phone for anything. Yeah, I like that rule though. I think more places should have that rule. So I was like, fine. So we fucking put it in the thing. He brings us in this room that's like all like shitty furniture and it just looks like shit. And he's like, all right, this video is gonna <laughs> come on the screen and kind of tell you what to do and you got to figure it out. And we're like, all right. So then, like, the shitty video comes on. I don't know why they didn't just hire an actor. I know. It's, like, all... Uh, it's, like, computerized. Computerized it's face like, moving, and it looks so fucking bad. Like and just like, hire... You can't find a fucking guy? <laughs> I'll fucking do it, dude. I would have done it for nothing. I would have done it for three bucks. No, I would have done it for nothing. All right, nothing, he says. Jesus. He's um, saving them fucking 12 quarters. But he goes through this thing. He's like, my wife left me a secret code that I can't find or some shit. So you're like, all right, fine. <sighs> So you're like this the whole time. You're like, this is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. And then the second you start, you're like, this is fucking awesome. And then after like a few minutes, you're so fucking in it, and you start finding keys and getting codes and clues and unlocking shit. And it's just like, oh, well, it's, it's cool because it's cleverly done. It's it not. Is. It's not like a lame like oh, find the clue. It's like you need to you need to think. And then here's the thing too: is you while you're in there. You think like, okay, there's a key in there and that I get, and then there's a fucking lock that I have to open with a code I find on something. But then it gets crazy where like you have to put a chess piece on a board and then it like has a magnet in it that like makes something else happen. And then like there's a computer that you have to enter a code into. And then there's like a fucking secret sliding compartment you didn't fucking know was there. Like, yeah. When that shit started happening, I was like, this is fucking sick. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. But um, it was great. And Joey Durso, um, was very entertaining. Jerry Durso overthought everything. He'd be a terrible detective. He would focus on the most menial, <laughs> unimportant. Imagine things. if it was just like on Friday night, he and Teresa were thinking about just going. That Imagine were. if they gave Joey Durso alone three <laughs> hours in this room. Oh, would he get out? No, I mean, to be honest, if I did alone at three hours would still be probably like there was a lot. But him, I don't think, I think you give him an entire school day. Be, because, 
He was overthinking everything. Like you said, you were cracking me up so much when you sent that text. Joy would, Joy would f- find a book. He would There's go a to bookcase loaded with books. He would go to page like four hundred thirty six, and then there would be like a pen mark from the I don't know, from nothing, just a pen mark over a letter. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, maybe this is one of the letters. It's like you'd think they'd be that fucking subtle. Like the only clues that were in that whole bookshelf was like a fake book. That you like opened up and there was like a fucking like a you know little lock box thing lock box in there not like you gotta find the page of a random book that has a letter <laughs> fucking highlighted. Imagine, dude, he would imagine if Joey were a detective, he'd be like, so there'd be some dead girl, and then he'd go to the uh, the dead girl's parents' house to interview them, and then he'd be like, on the way out, he'd be like, hey, did you see that picture when we were talking to the mom in the background that had a um, it was like a painting of a beach house. Wonder if they own a beach house property somewhere, and that's where they're hiding the body. Like he would literally pick they're out like, Joey. That's a that's a famous painting. That's <laughs> that has nothing to do with. Yeah, this. it's it's Starry Night by Vincent Van Gogh. But the um, he's like, but did you see that missing brick in their walkway? <laughs> Maybe that was the murder. That walkway. was. They're like Joey. <laughs> she was shot. That's exactly what he would do. He go, all right, man. Maybe, but uh, why would that brick not be there? <laughs> And he gets so fucking argumentative. Uh, but towards the end, we started getting like real frantic because we're like, we're almost there. We've only got fucking ten uh, minutes. We did come pretty close. Like, they, I think if they gave us another half hour, we would have yeah, figured it out. We did come really close. The problem was is that. So here's the thing, dude. One of the last things was to solve like a Sudoku fucking puzzle, which a none of us have ever done. Yeah, Karen was like the only one that I think she got like three out of the four numbers. And the problem is, is like you can't help to do it because the only surface to like put the thing on to like start doing it is this tiny desk in the corner of the room and you have eight people you can't all fucking stand around right. and like like do it did you see joey too and when karen was doing this uh sudoku he couldn't see and like a, a few strands of her hair were like blocking it and he literally <laughs> he was pinching the strands of her hair like this and <laughs> like draping it open like a curtain and was just looking <laughs> And then, but he doesn't know how to do Sudoku, so why? Why does he even look? Right. <laughs> oh fuck! And neither do I, by the way. Uh, but it it was so fucking funny. Watching if we had a Sudoku, Sudoku, Sudoku. Yeah, I want to say Sudoku, Sudoku, but I think it's Sudoku. If we if we had a sucky doo doo fucking professional in the room, we would have fucking finished it, dude. Oh, when she when when he or whatever when the. <laughs> The when be- it- when the bearded lady told us the thing, <laughs> the uh, the the stars and the thing fucking opened yeah. up, I was like, "Holy shit, that's cool!" Imagine the satisfaction we would have felt if we if figured we that figured out. That I don't know. And when we got the first star, I was like, "I was like, does it fit on one of these?" And like, was putting it on the thing. Yeah. And then I, when we got the clock that said nine and twelve, I was like, "But there's fucking twelve stars, right?" And then like, uh, and then I'm so sure, dude. We like had to find this one code. Nobody could find it. Nobody could find it. Nobody could find it. I say to Joey, I think it was to Joey or it was to Teresa. Oh yeah, like, the eight thirty-four. I was like, oh, whatever. this clock says fucking eight, you know, forty-two or whatever the fuck. I was like, but I'm sure that means nothing. And then like I didn't tell anybody else. And then that ended up being like the one fucking code we needed. <laughs> yeah, it did. No, but the escape rooms are cool because they're not for 
dumb people. Like, you actually need to be clever. Yeah, you could not be a dumb idiot and do it. No fucking way. No, that's why I like it. I mean, we had, what, six people and it was still tough? But we hear that there's, like, a nicer one somewhere. We're going to do the nicer one. Yeah, where is that? The one in Boston? I don't know. It's just not in a mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I would definitely do another one of those. Me the fuck, too. <gasps> I liked it a lot. I thought it, I thought it was way more... I was uh, really... So, like, that night, me, me and Jess were, like, at the house, like, fucking... Well, yeah, and it was the day of Thanksgiving. We did not want to fucking do anything. We were like, we just want to stay home and fucking veg out. I forgot we even agreed to it until like 2 o'clock that day. Yeah, but we're like, we'll just do it because we hate when people back out on us. We'll just fucking do it. And like up until the point where we like start, like we unlocked the first thing, I was like bummed to be there. Right. But then as soon as we fucking, I was like, this is fucking sick. Yeah, you get like a little adrenaline boost. Yeah, that was great. Uh, No, it's cool. But yeah, we should definitely do one soon. I'm down, dude. I'm fucking. I'm so down. Cool, man. Bergeron hardwood floors. Floors for you. Oh, are you? He'll fart outside. <laughs> That's literally what I was that whole time he was like reaching over me with his finger hovering above the soundboard, and I thought he was about to press something, so I didn't do anything. No, I was waiting for the, the the slogan. He was waiting for the slogan. He'll fart outside. Obviously, that really is a great. Uh, that really is a great slogan. Bergeron hardwood floors. He'll fart outside. <laughs> There's something. Even it's and I get that women are more refined and classy than men. That's for sure true. But even women can't help but laugh. At the sound of a fart. Oh, it's hilarious. Look, I do the... That was a sound right there. I do the pull my finger thing to Karen all the time. And it fucking brings down the house every time. (laughs) When I have a loud fart, pull the finger. Sounds like a fucking tuba. (laughs) Even, even like, we'll be, like, making dinner. And the dog will sit down. And every time he sits... Not every time. A third of the time he sits down. He lets out these airy... Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious. I don't know what it is. Well, the, it's funny with dogs, too, because they're so confused by what just happened. <laughs> yeah. Right, because they're so like, What the fuck was that? They're so dumb that anything... <laughs> it's like that Robin Williams speech in Good Will Hunting. They, like, shoot up and start sniffing their she ass to, and spinning around. She used to fart in her sleep. We gotta get that on the soundboard. <laughs> One time she she woke us up hot with a fart. I can never fucking... I'm always... I know you go Canadian. I yeah, I always try to do the Boston accent, and then I fucking. My wife uh, used to fart in, in a sleep. And then I oh, do you know Jordan? Do you know who Jordan Peterson is? Uh, You're kidding me! I do a great impression. Isn't of Jordan that Jordan Peterson. Peterson? No, that's Michael Peterson. Oh. You're kidding me! I do a great Dr. Jordan Peterson impersonation, but I'm not going to do it now because you don't know who he is. All right, dude. But uh, but yeah, I always go. I always try to go Bostonian and I always go Canadian. How you like how you like them apples? Cause there's like there's the JFK like Brahmin accent. Ask not what your country can do for you. And then there's like the Bill Burr. That's like the I got a fucking See all these social justice warriors out there? Got a fucking heater in my asshole. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> See all these fucking dudes walking around? <laughs> All these little social justice warriors. It's brutal. <laughs> and then there's like the... And then who was I just trying to do? 
quick, everybody, come over to the window. Yeah, then there's the James Stewart. Um, Jimmy. Yeah, James, I guess that's what Jimmy. You were trying well, to Well, he's billed as James Stewart. Right, dude. You were trying to do um uh fucking who I've just Goodwill hunting. Oh yeah, Rob Williams. Yeah. She used to fight and sleep, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Still Canadian. <laughs> Sounds dude. like Terrence and Phillip. And why did my wife cry for my face? That's not how babies are born. <laughs> Canadian puberty is <laughs> Canadian puberty, you may notice experiences in your body. For instance, when you fight, your dick gets hot. If you're watching this video, the queen is dead. You may eat your sandwich now. And he goes, unless you're eating your sandwich without the... No, he goes, unless you open the box without being told to, in which case you are a dick. <laughs> the thing I love about Canadians is... Well, it's nothing. I hate Canadians. <laughs> no, I don't hate Canadians. There's... Here's what I hate about Canadians. Have you noticed there's this superior attitude like, oh... Oh, those! what are those crazy Americans doing? And you're just like, dude, you guys are so fucking lame. You are the you are America's addict where the only thing that lives up there is ex-Nazis, because after the war, that was the only safe place for them to go, and fucking, like, bear hunters. And you have the audacity to pretend that you're impressive? Well, bear hunting must be kind of cool, though, right? Am I fucking right, folks? Yeah, but the bear hunters aren't the people that say it. It's all like the Toronto. Oh, oh, over here we have universal health care. It's like, oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, how long would it take for you to get a knee replaced? Well, I don't know. Nine to 11 months? Yeah, shut it. First of all, universal health care is not free, you idiot. Have you noticed your fucking taxes are a little bit higher than down here? We've got a lot of cool stuff back here. We don't want you stealing it. He goes, listen, we just don't want you coming over here and raping our women and stuff. <laughs> okay, then he goes, uh... He goes, listen, man, we just got a lot of cool shit back here. We don't feel like sharing. <laughs> uh, no, but I do Brilliant. I do geographically love Canada. No, ge- geographically, Canada's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. For fuck's sake, mother... For fuck's sake. Ooh, spooky! I went to the uh, mill number five. Oh, and Lowell, I thought that you know what I was gonna when I saw your Instagram post. I was gonna go, uh, oh, mill number five. And yeah, I was like that's so gay. So yeah, you didn't do it. You didn't even fucking. Uh, oh, uh, but I. You ugly. But I refuse to do it. I have a stack of of vinyl that I got that I'll I'll show you while I was there. Right, dude. Yeah. So I come off the elevator. There's a guy selling vinyl. I'm like, perfect, man. It's fucking perfect. Oh, that wasn't like a store? So here's the thing, dude. There's the guy selling vinyl outside the store that's not affiliated with the guy selling the vinyl in the vinyl store, dude. Is he permitted? Yeah, I think so. Does he read the New York Times? On my iPad. But uh, we're basically looking for Christmas albums. And we got a couple. We got like Johnny Mathis and shit, which Bud is a huge fan of. And... uh, some other shit. You know? giant, Karen and I were talking about that because obviously my favorite ever. Not even just Matt Chris, and Cole, obviously. Yeah, and not. But that's not even that. That goes beyond Christmas. I think he has the best sounding voice ever. Um, so he's always there for me. But I, Karen and I, when we were decorating the tree the other day, we because we always put on the, the Christmas chestnuts roasting, and I we put on fuck because there's a lot like Andy Williams, all these guys. But like Andy we, we, we put on. Johnny Mathis, and we were both like, you know what? This is like, when it comes to Christmas, it's great. He's got to be the best. 
fantastic. I mean, I still think Nakin Cole is the best, but yeah, no, I me, know what you're me, saying. me too. But like, he's like the kind of guy. There's a there's a couple like records that I need at Christmas time. Okay, one of which is that Johnny Johnny Mathis record where he's standing on the, the with the fucking skis, red turtleneck with the skis. Jack, yeah, Do you have skis. Yeah. That's the one. Yep. And then obviously Nakin Cole's fucking Christmas record and. uh that's those are like the two most important ones, I guess. And then yep. there's like a yep. you know, bunch of fucking songs I need to Those hear. are must haves in our Dude, house. that fucking wham song is my jam. Last Christmas? Yeah. Last Christmas. And then it's got like the sick fucking the, the drum bells? kit. Oh yeah, yeah. Cat 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 cat. Yeah, I can never yeah. remember if that was if that was oh. wham or if that was just uh George Michael solo. You gave it away the very next day. I came out as gay this year. Um. All right. So is Wham uh, album that you got? God, 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 dude. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. You gotta have faith. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's also a Wham song. Yeah, it's over um, there. But um, I'll show you after. I also got the uh, Boston record, but I put it on. And, did and you get Boston's first album? It's the one with the UFO. Yeah, that's. I think that's. It's so funny. I like I, that one. I think it was like his birthday or maybe it was last Christmas. Karen's dad gave us a bunch of shit to buy him. Nice. When we asked him for his Christmas list. Yep. And it was like books and it said Boston's first album. That's interesting. That's that's probably that's interesting. But I put it on and clearly it's it's fucking seen a needle, dude, because it sounds like warped. shit now. It's not warped, it's just the Did you buy that from are, the guy outside the record store? That was outside the record store. The mm. grooves sound a little fucked. And so the guy outside the record store was like, you know, four records for $10, which was fucking great. Are you serious? So yeah. we literally were buying, you know, I didn't, I, I forgot all my cash because I, you know, never carry cash. And yeah. it takes only cash. So I had to just had to buy the shit. So I only like got a couple things. Whereas if I was there with money, I probably would have spent fucking, like 200 bucks. I would have bought so much shit. But then I go in the store to start browsing. That guy in the store has like much nicer shit and like collector item shit. Like he has a few white albums on the fucking wall oh, and cool. shit. And, you know, he's got some expensive fucking stuff, dude. Um, and they're all in nice plastic sleeves yeah. and protected and shit. And I was browsing. I forget what I found. I got something. Um, but I was like, bro, I see you have all this fucking solo McCartney shit. Do you have RAM ever? He's like, oh, I got RAM all the time. I was like, really? I've never like actually seen a copy in a store. And he's like, yeah. He's like, there's actually literally probably eight copies of RAM in this store right now. I just don't know exactly where they are. He's like, if you give me like 10 minutes, I'll find you one. Really? So he was like looking and looking for like five minutes. And I was like, you know what, dude? Don't fucking worry about it, because also I found this this uh, solo McCartney record that was all in Russian. McCartney two? No, it was like a it was like a Soviet Union specific. Like it's not like a U.S. release, dude. That's rad at all. So I was like, I kind of fucking want this, and I don't have fucking cash on me. So I was like, that guy was cash too. Yeah. So like in my head, I was like, you know what, dude? Fucking find Ram. Hold it somewhere for me. Yeah. I'm gonna come back. Yeah, and I'm gonna buy that fucking Soviet Union record, and I'm gonna buy a Ram. Nice, smart play. Yeah, yeah. I heard that place is sweet. Are there like places to eat in there? There's a coffee. Sh- so there's a coffee shop where you can get like muffins and shit. But now with all the COVID shit, you can't even sit in there. You can still get it and leave. But no, but I heard that place is is cool. It is pretty cool. And we bought like a loaf of bread from a guy in there. 
that was selling loaves of bread. Is that just rant? Ooh, I love bread. I actually, about two. Loaves See, of bread I would just walk. I'd rather have. If someone said we can go out somewhere to lunch, or you can just have a warm loaf of bread, I'd pick the latter. Right, and it's not like a huge place. Like, there's only I don't know ten or are twelve there, stores. Are there four mills that predate that, or was Mill Number Five just a random name? Number Five is the only one I've ever been in. Yeah. But you got, you know, the coffee shop, the record store, uh, vintage camera. It's all of the most fucking hip shit you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A vintage camera shop. Um, an apothecary where you can get... I got, like, all these fucking soaps and creams for my fucking skin because my skin's so fucking dry nowadays. Dude, my skin is so dry. You know, shit like that. Little knickknack stores. Nice. Bread. Hipster bread. You know. And usually when it's not COVID, you can also set up, like, a... You can, people, I think you, I don't know if you sign up for a list or something, but you can have like a pop-up shop. Like if you make knickknacks, you can like set up there for the weekend and sell your knickknacks. Well, that's sweet. Isn't it cool? They should probably just do that now since lockdowns don't work. He, I agree. That's just, I don't make the rules for mill number, numbers one through five. Yeah. Morons make the rules. Morons. It's hard to get any word in with this clown. All right. Thanks, Joe. So should we just end it there and then slap the Yeah, why don't the we end it here? We're, we're going to send you guys off. If you hate our guts and hate our music, you can tune out now, but uh, please don't. That's the nice thing, too, is if you tuned in because you wanted to listen to a podcast and not music, you can just stop right now. If you want to listen to some of the music, you can. If you want to listen to none, all. It doesn't matter. There's no rules, dude. Yeah, but just fucking listen. Be a, be a good fan. And uh, we're going to play out. You're going to notice my mistakes. Please do write in about our mistakes. It should be like, where's Waldo? I think I have mistakes too. And then, oh, um, also our if anonymous, you want to talk shit about our mistakes, that'll show us that you care because you listen to it. Our anonymous emailer that I bring up every once in a while found a way to send us money via Venmo. So why is this guy always struggling to send us money? We're like the easiest people to find. I think he just doesn't. That's not his thing. He's not like a a Venmo guy. I don't know, man. He's like, leave a flower pot in the window. But I don't care. I'll meet you I, in the underground garage. Regardless, it's much appreciated. So. It is much appreciated. I know I just sounded bitchy right there. You but did sound like a little bitch, dude. I do appreciate your patronage. It's also funny because I... I actually love the fact that this guy listens. I polish, he's like He's like yeah. actually into it, right? He's into it. He listens every episode. Nice. He's great. Um, and then he sends us emails about the stuff we talk about. This is what we want, people. We want we want interaction. Send us emails being like, oh, that was funny when you said this. Oh, this thing you said, I think I yeah. don't agree and with again, it. Here's we why. We say enough contrarian things where we're going to piss somebody off. Like, the, the, here's, here's the issue. I'd love to hear someone that's pissed off in an email. We love know it. people that have left the show. They said, you know what? These guys are fucking losers. I disagree with everything they say and they left. What I'd much rather have is a fucking dialogue. Send us an email and go, that piece of shit, Tim, and I'll just let me assume which one you're talking about. And then you can just air your grievances. <laughs> and we will give you time. If you want to call in, we just want to interact. Didn't even see this until now, but the uh, gentleman who shall not be named, he said, well, I've been in the hospital for two weeks and I have at least another day. Is it Venmo? Just what do I do? I'm not a fucking nerd. Love the show. That's why he hasn't said it. He's not into this shit, dude. I love this guy. Into Venmo. Uh, Me too. And then he sent us money right here. And then Ian Arietta sent us a fucking uh, email that says, in all caps, COVID facts. He said, from one furious former fan of the I'm So Sure cast, here's some science for you bitches. And then it's just nothing. He says, JK, love you. Uh, See, (laughs) Ian is the best. 
Ian is the best. And then yeah. for multiple reasons. Ian, well, Ian's like the ground zero for our fandom because he's been the guy. I think you sent. Yeah, for the first the like first fifty episodes or something, you we would, would send every episode before to Ian you loaded it before we posted it, and we'd be like, "Is this okay?" And he'd be like, "Yep, yeah, post it." And we'd yeah, post Ian's it. a fucking man, dude. Ian, just move, just fucking come over to the dark side, move up to Massachusetts or New, New Hampshire, Hampshire even better, and fucking just hang out. Dude. If I not that not that Providence really isn't far, but like it's far enough to like I'm not we're not gonna be able to just grab a beer with this fucking Ian's such a bar- a good barometer for cool things. Yeah. If I because Ian's hip. He is. And knowledgeable. So if I recorded like an album or something and sent it to to him, I'd be like, Well, what do you think? And he'd be like, Oh, well, it's pretty good. Track four sucks. Just fucking get rid of it. On track six, he did this stupid little thing. Maybe don't do that. He would fucking tell you. Yeah, I like that. I'm like, what do you think of this artwork? He'd be like, it's fucking stupid, dude. Do something else. Yep. That's great. That's what we want. That's what we want, dude. He doesn't bullshit you. He tells you the truth, and he's also very tolerant. So if you have a completely different opinion, he'll be like, okay, I disagree with that opinion. Here's why I disagree with that opinion. And we're still friends, Derek. Yeah, because he's a fucking cool, hip adult. Oh, my God, dude. And then Alex Sabot... Alex Sabo just, oh, just don't even get me started. He just sent us money. Oh, the fucking guy. He's a fucking gracious. He's amazing. He I can't say enough kind words about Alex Sabo. Me either. Oh, did he he uh he was doing leave cleanup and his buddy got Leo's dog oh, shit. Oh, that's right. So I uh Alex Ooh, that's stinky. I texted Alex. Oh, COVID test. We don't <laughs> have it. We smell your shitty fart. But the um Alex was like, oh, yeah, I'll come by to do leash cleaning. And I go, all right, dude, just so you know, the dog does this thing where he, like, swats his feet after he takes a shit to try to cover it with dirt. It's like an instinct thing, which normally does nothing. But now that there's deadfall, the leaves are actually covering his shits, and I can't find them. So I was like, all right, dude, just so you know, make sure to, like, give the yard a good blow ahead of where you step because there's some I tried to get all the turds but I just couldn't because they fucking disappear and he's like all right no problem and then (laughs) and then I go out like an hour later Alex is spotless he's fine and his buddy his whole jacket sleeve just covered in dog shit (laughs) and then I so then I said to Alex privately I was like did you pass along the word I gave you I gave you the warning did you pass it along to your buddy he's like and he just gave me this look like whoops (laughs) Ah, but uh, Alex is the best. You gotta love Alex. Thank you, sir, for your patronage and your monthly donations. Yeah. He's a fucking great guy. He's a great American. Thank you all. You're all fantastic, and we love you so very much. All right, yeah. So we'll um we'll play you guys out with our set that we just wrapped up um with all its imperfections. We will, but I think you'll like it, yeah. or or maybe you won't. Tell us it sucks. Right. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, we are gr- glad to be here tonight. Oh, it's great to be here. Let's have us ourselves a good time. Hmm.
And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Whoa. God bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson. Heaven holds a place for those who pray. He's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Whoa. God bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson. Heaven holds a place for those who pray. Cupcakes. It's a little secret, it's just a Robinson's affair. Most of all, you've got to hide it from the kids. Cuckoo, cuckoo, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Whoa. God bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson. Anyway, you look at it, you lose. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Our nation turns its lonely eyes to you. What's that you say, Mrs. Robinson? Heaven Joe has left and gone away. Thank you. How are the levels? Levels decent? Wow. Wow. We're going to play an original. We don't play originals. Just kidding. I'm just. Song was song took place in pre-COVID America. Uh, what song are we playing? Gotcha, dude. You're quick. 
That song loves you, dude. Yes. What song is next? Anyone will why do. Why are we, we wasting another... this seven pounds of meat? Sorry, sorry. I don't know why we invited Alex Jones. Anyone uh, will we, do. We got one more original song. Wait. No, wait. we have more original songs. R- right. me out She's got me tangled in her motorcade She's got the whole brigade smoke her out Apparently for me no she can make time to stop and say hello Could be her brother or another friend
was stagnant cause your manic ways put me in my place but then she drags me back again and a week from wednesday we were out again and i told all her friends i'm her man I to know she doesn't consider it something that's serious okay that's fine but Levels still sound good? Levels still sound great. Thank goodness gracious. What's next there, boss? Uh, okay. Check, please. Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Watching the ships roll in Then I watch them roll away again I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide yeah, roll away Sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time Let my Dark of the bay, 
Thanks, mates. Um, What's next there, Pally Wally? Yeah, we got another original. Back from the Bob Beale days. Just ran from Sees it finds its way I can't shake it off So I guess I'll just Try and play it off See my lovely one can Watch it grow See my lovely one can Watch it burn Pains, toxic need to hear. Make my app 
appetite Young for bittersweet It's not a nighttime thing It's much more complete It's not the daytime love It's much more discreet See my lovely one kind Watch it grow See my lovely one kind Watch it burn She keeps giving life this kind of love And I keep taking Are you not? much more discreet She keeps giving out this kind of love And I keep taking I just slip out through the front door Sun is rising Oh my lovely one kind Are you not? Are you not? Thank you. <laughs> hey, all right. All right, I guess we'll do a... Uh... They used to call him Gordo the Weirdo. What song? Silly. I thought you said say. Yes. Well, in case Anne's on, the song goes to her. I'm begging you, please. 
Soundboard. Jeez, oh, easy, yeah. pal, easy. Jeez, got Jeffrey Tubin over here. I'm oh, nice. I wish we knew that Matilda song, the um, um, it. Yeah. It's the only telekinetic soundtrack I can think of. Oh, Was that the last song? Well, what do we got till eight? Yeah. Darren. One more do we have one more, dude? One dude. Don't drop the cock. Don't drop. Don't drop me down. Uh, I mean, don't. I mean, down. You put like four songs in. Yeah, we can do that. Alright. So Hold this, up. This will be our last Wait song. Wait a minute. I guess I'm ready now. You sure? I think so. How does that start? You just hit a symbol. Oh, that's right. Don't let me down Don't let me down Don't let me down Don't let me down Nobody ever loved me like she loved me Let's do And if somebody loved me like she loved me She loved me Yeah, she does That's right now. It's gonna last. It's a love that lasts forever. Forever now. It's a love that has no time. Down, 
from the first time that they really done me. They done me. Yes, they do. I guess nobody ever really done me. Thank you very much, yeah. guys. That was a lot of fun. It's too many. I had too many uh, lover boys. Well, the drink. Also, I think the last time we played was the uh, open mic reunion night. Yeah, I think he's right. I think he's right. Well, thanks. That was a blast. That was fantastic, folks. Obviously, we'll be sticking around. We got Max Schultz up next. All right. I love it. All right, Max. Let's see what you got, pal. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sure can. 